0: Welcome to Meming of You, where we examine memes and viral phenomena.
1: We'll take a deep dive into the person behind the meme, the meme's effect on internet culture, and how it impacts the lives of those involved.
0: I'm Stephanie. And
1: I'm Kyle. Who are we memeing of today?
0: Today we are talking about Numa Numa Guy. How have you been?
1: Pretty good. Um, I think I'm I'm figuring out I don't want to do middle school anymore.
0: <laughs> officially. Knew it. Knew it. Yeah. They're the worst. They're
1: awful people. They're
0: officially the worst. Yeah. What tipped you over the edge?
1: Um, I have had a couple days where, so to be fair, these are kids that are really struggling and I feel really bad for them, but it gets to a point where you're like, I, I, as a substitute cannot help you. That is not my job. I'm a glorified babysitter. I'm here to take care of the class, make sure you do some things, but I don't have any tools to like deal with them. Right. And the worst I can do is just be like, I'm leaving a teacher note you i'm telling i'm telling on you (laughs) exactly and it's it's really the cell phones are the biggest thing and they are so argumentative and they don't care and they just don't want to work and it's you know it's the end of the year i get it the weather's getting nicer all those things but i'm just over it Mm -hmm. because i've had now like a second grade and a fourth grade in the same week that were just amazing right And at that
0: point they're still your friend yes i want to be your friend exactly Yeah. Yeah.
1: And they don't have phones, so.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They don't even, like, I'm surprised that the elementary school kids don't have phones. Yeah, I
1: haven't really seen any Mm -hmm. with them. And if they do, it's they're on lockdown and, like, have not tried to push limits yet. That's good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm glad to see, I'm glad to hear that littler kids don't really have phones because I just kind of assumed they did. Yeah. I'm just remembering the first time I ever saw a baby with an iPad in, like, 2012. (laughs) Like, that blew my mind, so Mm -hmm. I just kind of assumed. Right. So is there any kid in particular that puts you off of um, middle schoolers?
1: I had one really, really shitty kid this week. Yeah. Who – so class starts, there's one – there's a desk in the back of the room that's like a single-person desk, Mm -hmm. and this girl's sitting at it, and he comes up and puts his stuff on it, too, and kind of sits – Next to her, but like facing sideways instead of facing the front of the class. And it was like clear. He just was like, he's just there to hang. Mm -hmm. And I give him like five minutes and he's just talking the whole time. I was like, all right, you can sit up in the front at the very front of the room in the center of the room (laughs) right next to me. (laughs) So he comes up there and immediately just starts like turning around and talking to people. The kid that was sitting next to him had been so quiet Mm -hmm. and then basically infected him And then that kid started screwing off, and I was like, you are just a black hole of (laughs) obedience or whatever. I don't want to use that word. That sounds so mean, but uh, a black hole of behavior. And he had a, a plastic water bottle. With like a hole in the top of the cap. And he was just squirting people with it.
0: I remember kids doing that whenever I was in school. Constantly. So annoying. Mm -hmm.
1: And I, I had to tell him so many times. And this is a class where the teacher told me I had the option to just send them to the office. And I didn't do it. And I wrote in the teacher notes after class. I was like, this kid was awful. Here's all the things he did. But honestly, it's my fault. Because I should have dealt with it in the first 10 minutes. And gotten rid of him. But I there was something inside me that was like, I can reach this kid. I can get him to Aww. do some work. You know, I don't want to be that guy that's just like, all right, I'm done with you. Get out of my class. Right. I, that's who I am now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. This is your villain origin yeah, story. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Teaching middle
0: schoolers. Yeah. Oh, man, Kyle was such a nice guy until yeah. last May. What <laughs> happened? They broke me. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, yeah, but right. hey, at least you can cherry pick like yes, you can go in there and decide what you want to do. That is excellent. I pity middle school teachers. I really do. Yeah, that sounds like such a challenging job. Yeah. No wonder the one that I had used to slam things on desks mm-hmm. and scream. Right. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't do it for a full year. <clears throat> yeah,
1: or have the same if you got one of those classes that was the same thing the whole year.
0: What do you mean? Awful.
1: Oh. Like, like... if you were the classroom teacher for that, if you got that class handed to you and you had to deal with them for nine months. No.
0: No, thank you. (sighs) No, thank you. And I, do you, what do you remember of your
1: middle school teachers? I remember one, my science teacher, there was a day where we went out to like, okay, so my middle school had like a big forest around it. So Mm -hmm. it was really good for like science trips out into the forest to do things. And there was one day where me and this other kid just kind of, didn't come back really. And it was, I I think it was a partly innocent thing and that we were genuinely just kind of wandering around, not really thinking about time or that we needed to be back or whatever. So we kind of just like saunter up to class and he's just like, I don't know where you've been. I was two minutes away from calling the police to come start looking for you. And I was just like, thinking back on that. I was like, I made that guy's job harder.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, but you didn't mean to. Sure.
1: I don't think I did.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you were just doing kid shit. Right. Exactly. But yeah, that must have been terrifying
1: for him. Right. Because, yeah, responsible for two kids that get lost in the forest. Yeah.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Yeah. But yeah, (laughs) I, I think a better answer to your question is I remember teachers being worn out in middle school compared to the other teachers elementary school teachers I remember very fondly that Mm -hmm. they had a lot of love for the all of us kids middle school I remember them being just tired and over everything and then high school teachers were pretty cool again yeah but it is that middle age where I'm learning why teachers are worn out by them
0: yeah, I remember my teachers being very strange people uh, in junior high and like, no wonder they were weird. They had to, <laughs> they had to get weird to cope, I think. Right. <laughs> I definitely had one that was a vampire. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He would look, like look into, he had these like ice blue eyes um, that I don't. Sorry to anyone listening to this if you do have like sky blue eyes that are almost white, but they creep me the fuck out. And, um, he would just like, s- he would make us line up in front of class before class, and we couldn't get in the door unless we shook his hand. And he had, he like, in- and if we did it wrong, if we shook his hand wrong, he'd make us do it again. And like to the point where like he'd make you like do the full on grip, the, um, shake three times look in the eyes of the other person and my friends and i like still to this day maybe think that maybe he stole our souls like that was some kind of ritual <laughs> right um but yeah he was a weirdo and there was like a um rumor that he was an underwear model um in his youth and uh oh. yeah he was just a an odd duck yeah um uh, but yeah yeah I, I think you have to be at least a little bit um, strange to want to do that job. <laughs> there has to be something broken with you, yeah. yeah. Maybe not broken, but there's you have to be some kind of masochist right. or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, yeah. What else have you been up to?
1: Um, not a whole lot this week has been. Uh... Interesting. So I'm doing rehearsals for that impact show. Mm. Um, I don't know if you've seen that on, on Instagram. I flipped through it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't, what uh, is it? What is it exactly? So it's like
1: it's an improvised play, and mm-hmm. there's like choices being. It's kind of a choose your own adventure for the audience, mm-hmm. where during the show there's little light cues that happen, and like a sound cue and stuff, and then the actors freeze, and then one of them steps out of the freeze and is kind of like, "Do I make this choice or do I make this choice mm-hmm. or?" That's a really simplified version of it. But then the audience gets to vote with uh, like a red or blue note card. And so they choose the red path or the blue path, red pill or blue pill. And then the whole story changes based on what the audience does. Oh, that's
0: kind of fun. Have you ever done one of those before? Yes. Okay. We've done
1: that show a couple times. It's really good. The audiences love it Mm -hmm. because they get so much control. Right. They tend to pick the awful choices. Well, yeah. (laughs) To really screw things up. Yeah. And then... By the end of the show, the best... My favorite part of this show is it's generally a comedic show, but it can go dramatic as well, and especially in parts. And having it get to the end of the story and have the fallout for the early choices happen...
0: Oh, yeah.
1: And the audience sort of like... You see like these two relationships that fall apart because... Or a relationship that falls apart because of the choices made earlier and the audience is like oh no we got attached to those characters and now it's bad things happening <laughs> oh, it's like you did this to my actions right <laughs> exactly yeah
0: oh that sounds really fun yeah. that would, that would be interesting to go to yeah
1: anything else fun going on for you
0: I got a tattoo. You did? Yeah, yeah. This guy.
1: Ooh, cool. I yeah, um, love that.
0: It's all flaking and, yeah. and uh, healing right now, and it itches like a son of a bitch. Yeah. But I kind of want to do a whole Halloween sleeve, like yeah. um, like a haunted house, a ghost, a jack o lantern yeah. that kind of thing. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah, that's been my week. Nice. So what ha- have you asked the kids what's going on in the internet this week i still haven't asked the kids <laughs>
1: they did play me a dumb little song yesterday or made me play them a song off of my phone called it's raining tacos <laughs> i've never heard of this it's but... so dumb should i play it for you yeah sure
0: okay. yeah It's raining tacos. from 2012
1: yeah what are these kids doing yeah I thought it was going to be like It's a Raining Men parody Uh or something, but no.
0: It's just like a cutesy flash animation video from 2012. Were the kids even born in 2012? No.
1: These were second graders, so they would have been like 2015.
0: That's, huh, interesting.
1: It is interesting to see how things live still through kids. That... I don't know where they're finding this and they all seem to recognize it it was wow. like a thing for them
0: and we who lived through that year
1: never, have heard, never heard, heard of it yep
0: uh, well it's for kids I mean we were what in our 20s it, sure well, I mean, but still
1: yeah well, I mean 53 million views you would think it would have come up at some point in my right. life. Right.
0: Cuz other things I remember, well this is more in high school, but I remember when Rafi made a comeback yes. with banana phone and that fla- flash animation. Yep. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, it is surprising that this never came up for us. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. So All right. There you go, thanks, there's, kids. there's something for you from the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I found something that was on the internet that i desperately want to go to and i am not allowed um it's a christian men's conference (laughs) 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 and um i kind of want to sneak in i kind of want to like wear a mustache Mm -hmm. like put my hair under a hat Mm -hmm. um bind my breasts and like wear some khakis and Mm flip-flops and a polo and get inside. but I have to show you this fucking, this is unbelievable. I found it on Reddit on the Christianity subreddit. and oh boy, those guys aren't very happy about it. <laughs> like they're like, this is a disgrace to Christianity. What does this have to do with Jesus? And they're right. But <laughs> nevertheless, I would still love to go to this thing. It is just glorious. hopefully that was
1: tickets for the stronger men's conference are $119 and Josh Hawley is one of the guest speakers and it is you know what I was glancing down out of the corner of my eye and I was like this seems like a monster truck thing <laughs> and there's literally a yes. monster truck there yep <laughs> there's flames shooting up. oh yeah pyro fireworks just one little jump for the the monster (laughs) truck it's
0: just like a very disappointing leap yeah wow yeah so that's that's my thing that i'm obsessed with on the internet i would go to that (laughs) seriously if i if somehow I didn't have to pay for it. Yeah. And I could do a well enough disguise, then whew, I would love yeah. to people watch. You ever see those the I think it's a vice video of a guy who takes acid before he goes to a monster truck rally? No. Oh my god, it's amazing. Yeah. I think going on going to that Christian men's conference on mushrooms would be <laughs> really fun. Yes. <laughs> or just a lot of edibles. Right. Yeah. So yeah. So just to kind of get into the subject at hand this week we're going further back in time than we've been so far so we're in december of 2004 for numa numa guy um so as we mentioned we're talking like we're talking about uh, the numa numa guy i think is just like a complete colossus like a huge meteor of an internet video at, at the time it was just so big um everybody was everybody was aware of it mm-hmm. which is <laughs> I don't know would you say that that's the that was the biggest viral video from the decade of the 2000s
1: I think so yeah I, that's one of the probably the first memes I remember first viral videos it was huge mm-hmm
0: him and star wars kid i yeah. think were the, yeah. the two biggest ones i yeah i feel like maybe the only one that was possibly bigger than numa numa was the star wars kid in the decade of the 2000s maybe the rickroll probably yeah. eclipses both of those yeah um Which so
1: also kids obsessed with rickroll
0: what yes. right now Yeah. in the year of our lord 2022
1: yeah, that's the one. Oh yeah. my god yeah. <laughs> seriously yeah oh yeah it lives that's on.
0: Blowing my mind. Yep. Oh Lord! So that <laughs> that kind of that, that kind of rocks me because that's I, it was. Mm, I guess we'll do an episode on Rickroll. Yeah, to, <laughs> for the kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I asked my nibblings who are in their early 20s if they had seen it and i sent a link to it and they hadn't seen the numa numa guy wow and oh it just hurts it hurts it makes me feel so old i feel like i need to load up on some werther's originals (laughs) and go down the bingo hall and just retire right now because i just can't believe they had no idea so the numa numa video made its debut on newgrounds Mm -hmm. um were you ever new? Uh, were you ever yeah, on Newgrounds? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what was that like?
1: Newgrounds for me was it was a lot of video game flash animations mm-hmm. and games. Um, I remember some. Uh, I I'll see if I can remember any of the names. There's the Mario Twins one. That I think it was one of the bigger ones I remember from that. It seems like yeah, you don't know I have no idea. Okay, this is one of my.
0: <gasps> that does look familiar.
1: It's maybe the first video I remember from
0: Newgrounds. Huh. Oh my god, yes. What was the band's name that did this? um because um, they did the bang 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 video. yes Group X. Group X. that's right
1: groupxarab.com
2: Hey let right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Interestingly this I just noticed this video is over 4 minutes long which I don't remember it being that long.
0: Yeah, how w- that would have taken forever to load right, on that the too. early 2000s internet.
1: And also just, is that different now, like attention span wise? Is that back then you would have longer viral videos and now okay. they're, you know, got to fit within a, a vine uh, as I TikTok. date myself. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah i definitely think TikTok is reducing people's attention yeah. spans by by and yeah, yeah by a long shot um yeah i don't i don't remember there being any like four minute videos on these kind of flash sites right again you were on like dial up yeah 56k yeah
1: A lot of this I don't remember that is just them like doing the music
0: I wonder what group X is doing now
1: let's find out
0: <laughs> I know that they played at like some meme con or something or, or some kind of
1: Oh, looks like their website is not their website anymore.
0: Oh, I I really read that and thought, did they become mortgage brokers? <laughs> <laughs> what are you dumb? Yeah, we don't have to. We can... <laughs> We've gone through almost three like minutes. Like their it. whole concept is so. Stupid. (laughs) Yeah. I remember thinking Bang 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 was so funny when I was like 13, though. Yeah. Oh, my God. Everybody at church camp was singing that song. Oh, wow.
1: This was just like a promotion for their album.
0: Hmm.
2: Yeah, maybe
1: this is why I don't remember like the second two-thirds of this video, because... Nothing happens in it, it's just them um, riffing just, on the Mario Brothers music. Yeah.
0: Kind of makes me want to play
1: the old oh, Mario games, yeah. though. Yeah. been a while. Okay, we might as well finish out the last 30 <laughs> We've already of this. done this. We've committed <laughs> to it. And let's see if there's anything that comes up in the end that makes it worth it. Hey, hey, hey! Uh oh! You found a
2: blanket!
1: Another house going. What in the hell she's doing? Hey, crap on this. Let's go play Super Mario's Punch-Off. All
0: right, let's quit this game. That's it. Wow. <laughs> so that was Newgrounds. Um, yeah. <laughs> it was just mm, more of that kind of thing. Yeah. And forums, right?
1: I don't remember the forums on New Newgrounds.
0: Because I, I... In looking up Numa, Numa I went to Newgrounds and a lot of it was forums um Newgrounds is still around mm-hmm. wow yeah so um do you remember where you were when you first saw Numa, Numa and what you were doing in life
1: so it was the end of 2004 so it would have been freshman year of college so I was still you know dumb naive oh things are going to be good New chapter in my life before the depression really set in. Yeah, I I remember what I was doing at that time was just a lot of, oh man, freshman year of college was actually pretty good. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, it was decent living in the dorms, having the, you know, just living with friends basically. It was just hanging out with them all the time. Went to classes at this point. (laughs) So I was still trying. Uh And a lot of, oh, my God, the best part of living in the dorms was just the, like, the cafeteria place down downstairs. Oh,
0: convenient.
1: And we had uh, these cards that we used, like meal plan cards. And so you just go down and swipe your card, and it took from your balance. Mm-hmm. And every term, there was plenty of money on there. I'm sure they just, like, set it as this really high value that you had to pay into at the start of the term right. and then hoped you would not use it. Mm-hmm. And you would go down to the cafeteria in the evening and they would be open till like 11 o'clock at night and you could just get little mini pizzas oh, and sweet. like little baskets of tater tots and burritos and just all kinds of shit. Hell yeah. It was amazing. <laughs> we would go down like every night and just pile oh, up okay, stuff. Of
0: course. Bring it
1: back up to the room, watch movies or play games. That sounds so dope. It was actually. fun. It was really fun.
0: I always get such FOMO whenever I hear people's college experiences because I didn't I went to like junior college and then I dropped out. So like yeah. um that just sounds so so yeah. nice. Oh, so you were in a pretty good spot. So do yeah. you remember what like when you first saw Numa Numa or what your first like did was that a thing during your like in your dorms? Like were people uh at school talking about it?
1: I don't remember it being a like a community type thing Mm -hmm. uh, where it was shared around or or given to other people. I'm sure I saw it on some, you know, I I used to go on the, uh, do you know IGN, the gaming site?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. I used to go on their forums a lot. And so I probably saw it from there would be my guess, Mm -hmm. Uh, just because that would have coincided with about the time I, I was big into using those forums. Probably got it from there. I remember, I don't remember specifically when I saw it or, or what my reaction would have been, but I my general feeling looking back was remembering it was really catchy mm-hmm. and being like, this is fun.
0: Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it really is. And when I tell you that I've had this song stuck in my head for two weeks now, <laughs> I mean it because it is really catchy and it just uh, – Like you can hear your own, since it's not in English, you can hear your own lyrics in it, which is fun. So personally, and so it came out in December of 2004. So I was in, I was a junior in high school. So it was like prime trip. Chain pants time. <laughs> um, I was I was definitely ditching classes to go uh, hang out in the bathroom with my my other delinquent friend and do Ouija board. <laughs> um, I don't remember specifically where I was when I saw it. It might have it might have been like ripped to E-bombs world or something. I remember we had a family computer, which kids these days do not know the what we went through with having to have a family computer yeah. that like you had to do everything on, share with your parents. You had to be sneaky about your porn yeah. usage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I remember spending like 90% of my free time at home after school on that family computer instead yep. of doing my homework. Yep. So that's definitely where I first, I, I first saw it was just on that family computer and it probably again took like fucking 10 minutes to load because <laughs> the internet was shitty, right. but I found, I was looking through my yearbooks and I found my junior year book picture yes. <laughs> that I wanted to show you. Yes. <laughs>
1: oh my god uh
0: no the system of a down shirt (laughs) yeah the lip piercing (laughs) yeah i wasn't even high in this picture (laughs) yet (laughs) yep so that's um that's what life was like for me at the time thank you for finding (laughs) (laughs) you're welcome (laughs)
1: I just got my yearbooks recently so oh, I'll show you.
0: Oh my god, yes. What, I want to see I... baby Kyle. Yeah. Oh Aww. and and he
1: was a baby. Aww.
0: Look like a baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so cute! Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah, yeah. I am obsessed with yearbooks. I I buy like people's vintage yearbooks off of eBay. Yeah. and stuff. So like, I don't know. I just think they're so interesting. I love reading other people. You know, I have this obsession with like learning about people that I'll never meet. Mm-hmm. I love reading their like the inscriptions in the yearbook. Right. And like, I bought one that has. Um, a poem for the from the guy's girlfriend. Two poems, actually, um, in like a on little notebook paper yeah. tucked inside there, and Cute. I love it. Yeah, I'm obsessed. That's gold. My dad gave like me that. his yearbook. Oh, nice. Too. Mm-hmm.
1: What year would that have been?
0: Mm, ooh, he. How old is my dad? I think it's nineteen sixty. Oh, no, couldn't be. Uh, maybe nineteen sixty nine. I think or yeah. nineteen seventy. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah it's pretty funny. yeah the so, hairstyles
1: alone have to be worth flipping through they
0: all look like adults like they they yeah. all look like full-grown adults like the boys have beards and shit like <laughs> it's so weird it's like is it all is it the lead that was in the gasoline like what was <laughs> causing puberty so early in the 60s and 70s <laughs> don't know but yeah so um what was the what was the what was the internet like in 2004 Other than, I mean, we've kind of covered what Newgrounds and stuff was like, but do you remember how you spent your time on it, what it looked like?
1: I remember, I mean, it was a lot of slow loading times. I remember we had like a file sharing network on campus at Oregon State, Mm -hmm. and that was a big part of my usage was just, yeah, I'm thinking too, World of Warcraft came out in February of 2005, so this would have been... No Three. wonder
0: you were having a good time up until
1: Yep, <laughs> I was still okay and not yeah. addicted to that. It was a lot of just downloading movies mm-hmm. and watching it with friends. Mm-hmm. That was the big the big usage for internet for me. That at that, that yeah. time,
0: yeah. Did you down? Did you pirate a lot of music? Because oh, I so sure much. did. Yeah. Not as
1: much music, but so many movies.
0: Ah, uh, I yeah. pirated music a lot yeah. and porn, obviously, and just like <laughs> it was all about pirating at the time. It was yeah. like wild fucking west. Yes. Yeah. I think it's, I mean, we're, we're, again, we're earlier than we have been for the last few episodes, but it's still a lot of the same kind of stuff, like MySpace um, just
1: got it start, I think. Facebook, too, would have been right at that time. Oh, would it? And that would have been when it was still exclusive to college students. Mm. So I think I would have gotten a Facebook right around that time. Oh,
0: wow. See, I don't think about Facebook when I think about that that early in the Internet. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's interesting to think about how things have changed with now we're in the metaverse. Mm -hmm. You know, I just remember LiveJournal being like my main spot for where I was on the Internet at the time. I still have my LiveJournal. Journal. I love going back and looking at it. It's a ghost town now, but you can still see people's old entries. And, like, I love going, again, Creeper, I go and I find random people's live journals, and I'm like, ooh, like, this person didn't get asked to the dance. and <laughs> Like, she's so mad about it. Her boyfriend's a dick. Like, I just love that kind of thing. It was so, per- I think it was more personal. Like, everything now on the internet is so curated, and people want to project this certain image but back then we didn't know any better it was the first time anyone was was sharing anything on any kind of social media so it was raw and it was very personal and people were not afraid to air their dirty laundry and their drama which mm, delicious yeah. right.
1: <laughs> I think I was that's one of the interesting things that for me in the early days of that was I was so private that I was like, do not put my picture online. Oh, wow. Do not write anything about me. Like, I, if somebody tagged me in something on Facebook, you know, in those early days, if you could do that, I would be like, untagged. I still do that. Yeah. <laughs> For the most part. Right. It was, yeah, I had a weird thing about being, like a weird privacy thing. hmm I don't think that's weird. It was just, it was strange that everybody else was like, oh, I'm just going to do all, like you said, just kind of airing dirty laundry, putting Mm -hmm. everything on the internet. And I was so vehemently against putting my, anything about me on the internet. I don't know why exactly.
0: I think at the time there was this big thing about, I don't know about you, but like my parents and all the adults that I knew were like, don't ever share your name on, don't tell anybody your name. Like, don't tell anybody like even what state you live in or like what you look like or anything like that. So I think, I think they're paradoxically, even though we were more genuine, we also had more of a um, concealment of our uh, actual identity. Like, I don't know. Yeah. That is an interesting point there because we're kind of the opposite now. Right. um, Where we'll put, you know, our, our full names on the internet and, tag locations of where we are in the present moment but we don't share how we're really feeling with each other yeah the internet has really has really changed and uh not necessarily in some good ways right (laughs) (laughs) I remember Homestar Runner yes. being a big thing in 2004. Yep. That was a good Were one. Were you in a Homestar? In... Oh, I love yeah. Homestar Runner. So fun. hmm Yeah. I have a DVD of the uh, Strong Bad emails that a customer yes. of mine gave me. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> that was one of the best parts. But... Oh, it was. Yeah. Definitely. I want a... I want like a Trogdor poster or something. Mm-hmm. Like the... I love Homestar. Yeah. It's still up.
1: Yeah, Um, don't they do one every like couple years or something? Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: they did a high they had a hiatus for a long time. And then a couple years ago, they uploaded one a new video on April Fool's Day one year. And like everybody was like, is this a joke? And it wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) So we have some, I think 2004 was a really big year for some absolute classic memes. So we've got Rafflecopter Mm -hmm. came out then. Kitty Cat Dance do you know kitty cat I
1: dance i don't know if i remember that one
0: you should, it, you should just try looking it up okay. just for
1: it was huge
0: at the time i remember kids in school doing their versions i
1: i don't remember this really yeah.
0: yeah i remember kids singing it at school that's pretty much it. You yeah. don't have to do anyone. <laughs> that. Yep. 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 That's that. Um, we had Salad Fingers come out that year. I remember that. Um, Banana Phone. Banana again, Phone. Yep. Rafi. Tron Guy is from Tron 2004. Guy. Wow. And the fucking Howard Dean Scream. Yes. Bia! <laughs> Bia!
1: Oh, what a great moment.
0: Oh, my God. It ruined the whole man's the man's whole career, yeah. but it was amazing for us. Right? <laughs> Do you ever think of, like, what if Howard Dean had not done that scream? He would have won. Do you think the political landscape would be totally different now?
1: So that would have been... That was against... Bush. Bush for Bush's for second, second term. term. Mm-hmm. I got to think things would be different because... I think Howard Dean was actually fairly well liked from what I understand yeah, of, I of history. So. John Kerry ended up with the nomination who was not as popular or well liked. He was very boring. He wasn't an exciting candidate. Mm-hmm. I th- I think people were really behind Howard Dean and he kind of I do think and from things I've read, it sounds like he was sort of torpedoed you know they wanted to, tor- to torpedo him and so that was the reason to mm-hmm. be like all right get this guy out of here
0: right but i think it was kind of <laughs> one of those
1: like not to compare it to like bernie sanders or anything but i think it was one of those like yeah we don't want this guy in charge
0: right. so yeah we're es- gonna do whatever we establishment you know yeah the deep yeah. state or something <laughs> <laughs> oh god is this gonna turn into a q QAnon? Fuck yes absolutely <laughs> yeah um can you imagine even like after we've lived through the Trump years? Can you imagine a silly scream ruining a person's political career? Like nothing
1: ruins anybody's political no, careers anymore.
0: It doesn't. Um. So yeah, we have the Dow- Howard Dean scream, uh, and of course we have our dear friend Numa Numa guy. His name is Gary Rollsma Gary Rollsma. Um. So do you just want to watch the video, the Numa Numa video?
1: Definitely. Okay. Sixty million views.
2: My love. My love.
1: Seems so happy.
0: Uh, yes, it's just joy. Yeah. Your joy. <laughs>
1: He's having such a good time.
0: Yes. The eyebrows. Can right. you do that? I cannot.
1: No, not, oh. not a single eyebrow. <laughs> My Both of them go.
0: Same.
1: <laughs> do you think... And maybe we'll answer this question. Maybe you have the answer. Do you think this was a first take or that he rehearsed and choreographed this?
0: As far as I know, he. this is a first take. Yeah, it's just so wholesome. Yeah, and and sweet, and I don't know. I just it's very. I I really admire people who don't take themselves very seriously, and that clearly is what's going on with yeah. him. So, a little background on the song itself. Um, the title is, and please forgive me, I do not speak Romanian. Here we go. Uh, Dragostea din That sounded good. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. So it translates into English as Love in the Linden Tree and it's by the Moldovan pop pop group Ozone. Uh so Dragostia D- <laughs> this is gonna be a challenge. Dragostia Dinta is Actually, their second single, and it seems like it's lived a few different lives since it was released. It debuted in this in September of 2003, and it did pretty well for itself on the Romanian charts, where the band had been living at the time. It even reached number one, but it didn't stay on the charts for very long. And in early 2004, an Italian singer called again. I don't. I'm sorry. I don't speak Italian. Haiducci? I think is her name. Haiduchi released a cover of the song, which she did not get permission to record or release. So uh, later down the line, she was sued for this copyright infringement and she had to pay some fines. But nevertheless, her cover of the song actually did cause people to take notice of the original version. So it wound up being pretty a net positive for the, the group Ozone. Uh, from there, it became a summer jam in 2004, reached the top of the European charts, and even it hit number three in the UK. So it did pretty well. Um hmm. The lyrics everyone thinks about when they think of the song are Numa 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 <laughs> numaye" numa from the chorus, which means literally you don't, you don't take me. And is often translated as you just won't take me. Here's one English translation for the chorus of the song. You want to leave, but you don't want to take me. Don't want to take me don't want don't want to take me your face and the love from the linden trees remind me of your eyes i'm sure it sounds a lot more it makes a lot more sense probably in its original um language because you know translations never quite land so i looked up like what's up with the linden tree thing and i guess in greek and roman mythology linden trees are symbolic of marital love and fidelity and are associated with the goddesses aphrodite and venus Interesting. Yeah. Um, The song originally, or it eventually made its way over to Japan and it became somewhat popular over there, especially as a ringtone, which is really funny to me because it actually, I found out there's a ringtone chart. Like, you know, like, oh, there's a billboard chart yes. and so on. There's a ringtone chart. Of course there is. <laughs> uh, so now we get to Gary. So Gary had seen a flash animation that someone had put up on New Grounds of a popular ASCII character set, uh, cat meme from 2chan of a cat named Mona dancing to... Dragastia Dinta. So at the time, he was living in Saddlebrook, New Jersey, and he was working at Staples and living a pretty normal life. He really enjoyed making silly videos and things for his friends and people he chatted to online. He used to make these like parodies of those old Prozac commercials. I don't know if you remember those old Prozac commercials. I'm pretty sure they were the ones with the little circle guy who was all mopey and yes. then he took Prozac and he was, you know, living his best life. He would put those on cassette tapes. Um, he would also publish a newspaper that had such small print that you couldn't read it without a <laughs> Magnifying <laughs> glass. <laughs> so Gary's like, he's out there. He like, fun. yeah, He sounds like a fun guy. He likes to entertain his friends. So he heard the song when he came across that Mona video and he was really feeling the song. He made a quick video of himself chair dancing where he lip synced while Pumping and flailing his arms and hands and tweaking his eyebrows. So we've talked about dance moves on this podcast a few times and what terrible dancers that we are. So my question for you: Do you think you could do the numa numa dance?
1: I want to believe I can do this. I, one. It's pretty yeah. straightforward. It's a lot of like, <laughs> yes. Other than the eyebrow, I think.
0: Yeah, I can do the it. eyebrow. We neither of us yeah. can do, but <laughs> he's got us there. But yeah, it's a lot of like semi jazz hands yeah. and fist pumps and yeah yeah. so I think that's the one dance we've covered that we can probably solidly do I'm not going to do it but (laughs) I did do it in the in the privacy of my own home with no one around while I was researching this (laughs) gooby got to see it (laughs) (laughs) Um, I love doing cringe shit in front of her she literally looks at me like mom you're so fucking embarrassing (laughs) like you disgust me (laughs) She can't tell anyone, though, so it's great. So Gary po- Gary posted the video on Newgrounds the first week of December of 2004. By February, the video spread to different websites and forums, and it caught on really quickly. Because at the time, you know, th- from December to February wasn't a long time in internet terms. Like yeah. Like you were saying, the attention span was a lot longer back then. So um, the first instance of Numa Numa being on Urban Dictionary appeared in February of '05. As these things tend to do, it became massive all of a sudden, like it just suddenly caught on. It racked, op- uh, it racked up over 2 million views by February, which for that time was huge. And by November of 2005, it had an estimated 700 million views, which was the second most viral video behind the Star Wars kid at the time. Wow. Um, in your opinion... Why did this get so big? What do you think it was about this video that really resonated with people?
1: I think catchy song, super catchy song that doesn't seem to have a lot of lyrics to it. And and it comes across, even though it is, what, Romanian, mm-hmm. you can still sing along with it. Mm-hmm. I think he is a, you know, he is a character himself. Mm-hmm. He, he looks cartoonish in a way he does look like a cartoon he has a very Mm -hmm. interesting mouth yes that's like almost like at the beginning of the song it almost is kind of a frowny mouth yeah and or almost kind of muppet ish he looks like a muppet that's what i want to say
0: yes like the um muppet i don't know what those are called yes but he also the mouth reminds me of like the legions of fish and spongebob like yes um <laughs> yep. yeah there's something very he's just got like a very just big yeah rounded yes rounded on the top flat on the bottom yeah. kind of yeah yeah he he's he's definitely very cartoonish he's very lively yeah what yeah why what else is it about it that like what quality about it do you think really made it this big
1: it also looks like it's it's record I mean it's a horrible recording and, and that's you know of the time mm-hmm. but I think that is maybe part of the charm that has stuck around is it's it's so low quality and it's him in his bedroom or something mm-hmm. and there's like an, a, a terrarium or something behind him mm-hmm. it's just it's so genuine too I yes. think I think that may be one of the biggest parts of it is it feels like a completely natural
0: spur of the moment
1: guy in his element just decides screw it, I'm going to record myself Uh kind of dancing to this song. Yeah. Chair dancing to this song. (laughs) Yes. It's just simple. It's so simple.
0: Yeah. It's authentic.
1: Authentic. And it's genuine. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You're seeing a moment that, a moment, a little slice into this guy's life with his bedroom and his terrarium and and his headphones and he's just going for it and he's feeling himself. And I think, yeah, I think a lot of the fun of it is... The easy ability to replicate the dance like we just talked about. And like you said, the catchiness of the song itself. So people, you know, were uploading their own versions. There's tons of versions of the Numa Numa dance out there. People doing their own thing. When Gary was asked why he thought it was, it had caught on so much. He said, someone once described it to me that it's kind of like one of those moments where you're singing in the shower. So I think we should check out the original Ozone music video Mm -hmm. and then some recreations and spinoffs from from the Numa Numa video. I've been thinking about that. So how do you, like if I want to send you something from my computer, do you have any kind of instant messenger or, oh, wait, I guess we could do it on messenger.
1: You could, yeah, you could send me on messenger or text me because I have got text on my computer or.
0: Do you have signal?
1: Uh, I don't think I do. I think I had it at one point. I haven't used it in years.
0: Got that during the, um, protest in 2020. That's when I was using it. You're right. I still do. My friends and I have migrated from Messenger. Yeah. Let me just send it to you on Messenger. That's probably easiest.
1: Okay. So first we're going to take a look at the original Dragostia Dente. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> By ozone. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Early two thousand CGI yeah. backgrounds.
0: It looks so European.
1: As it takes off.
0: <laughs>
1: Actually, kind of cool. Looked, yeah. It looked good.
0: Yeah. I love the animation, too. Yeah.
1: Where it just pops into these little.
0: That man has amazing eyebrows. Yeah. animated Uh (laughs) beefcakes this feels very gay to me (laughs) but then again it's like it's that like thing is it gay or is it European you know (laughs) a little bit of a little bit of home B
1: (laughs) love it so this was their second single uh huh they seem to have a pretty big budget for this music video.
0: Yes. And what I'm not sure about is whether or not this came out... I think it may have come out after the Numa Numa video. The dance um, got famous, perhaps.
1: So they kind of blew up from the meme? Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: But I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure if they this actually was made after... It looks better than 2004 quality, but I'm not sure. Love that CGI plane. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I really can't tell when they're on, on the wing of the plane. It looks real. It looks like a real plane, yeah. yeah. And it's even got like the the prop like spinning in front of them in mm-hmm. slow motion and that looks real.
0: But then once it gets in the air
1: Yeah. So I'm guessing they were just standing on a plane in an airfield somewhere. Yeah. I mean I'm not dumb enough to think they were actually flying. <laughs> what? Just for Kyle? The re- are you for the you're killing the illusion for me? <laughs>
0: Was a little, did you could catch that? Yeah, yeah, that was a little questionable. Yeah, one of them in a sombrero, the other in um, a weave woven hat. Yeah,
1: oh. at least they're European. <laughs> Is that <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about that. <laughs>
0: Oh, shit, their plane crashed and they survived.
1: Cool. I'm so glad. They walked away. Yeah, so we get two filming locations. One, this hotel room.
0: Yeah. Was it that guy's dream the whole time?
1: Oh, it was.
0: Does he have an iPad or tablet? Oh, it's an actual tablet. <laughs> <laughs> like that you write on. <laughs> He's using a pen. Wow. Well, it was all a dream all along. Oh, sad. <laughs> I wish that was real.
1: That was a cool video. I liked yeah, that. It was fun. I enjoyed that.
0: Yeah. It looked like they had fun making it.
1: Yes. Alright, so the first uh this is a parody? Yeah, this is just
0: a couple of kids uh doing their own version of Numa Numa. My is that dad in the background <laughs> it looks like it. <laughs> with his shirt off oh wait no he's wearing a, he's got a tank, tank top. top yeah i can still see nip i think i think he's like
1: side nipping mm-hmm.
0: off the side of it, yeah. <laughs> the kid even kid in the front even has the the headphones oh. and the glasses that are very similar yeah yeah
1: now the thing is I'm going to look for the eyebrow in all of these Mm -hmm. this is going to be stuck in everybody's head
0: yes (laughs) as it should be he kind of did the eyebrow but
1: yeah not the same
0: no not
1: like Gary Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> notice they, how they had the fat kid be in the front right.
1: <laughs> Dale, Nash, and Josh. 2005 it was cute That was cute yeah and that was another one that feels very genuine and authentic That mm-hmm. they just sat down and they're like you know what let's just see what comes out of this yeah yeah there was not was not choreographed it was not yeah. planned
0: they're just uh, except for the like weird little like egyptian dance yeah. in the background yeah. and the, yeah. <laughs> the right. waving hands right. but yeah it wasn't choreographed really and it was yeah just very authentic
1: all right this one is navy numa numa It started as a harmless eight second spoof of the infamous Numa, Numa song. But now it has become something more.
0: <laughs> so ominous. Right? <laughs> this is from February of
1: 2006. The CS6 Numa, Numa project. This is really building this up for me. Right? Ooh, some nice little uh, ass spark animation. (laughs) Little effects. of this US Navy ship kind of a compilation of all of them doing different different dances
0: to varying degrees of enthusiasm yeah (laughs) in the people who are doing it these guys guys are are into it awesome (laughs) yes
1: and a cool video effect on it uh huh
0: I wonder if that's somebody who couldn't be in the video, so right. they just photoshopped him in.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: the night of the Roxbury. Head oh, nodded. I
0: didn't catch that. Right. Yes, Gary, you're my hero. Aww. Aww. That took a left turn
1: oh yeah i do remember that video too i don't remember that no, one that was a big uh white mm. Hmm.
2: yeah
1: that was weird to yeah insert that.
0: it must have been pretty timely i guess yeah that would have been around time. that time too What is that guy?
1: I don't know. That little cactus guy? That I see it every once in a while and I've never looked it up. Yeah. Re- remind me and we'll, we'll look yeah. it up.
2: This
0: guy is not into it. No. Must get really boring on a navy ship. That's
1: probably why they did this.
0: <laughs> yes. That guy's having a
2: good
1: time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) The guy's faking like they weren't into it. (laughs) That was fun.
0: They dragged it out of him. I like some of the comments on this one. So one of them says that um, they were on the big E during this deployment. I don't know what that means. Um, the combat system guys were dorks. Haha. Ha. I, w- I was in Airedale. Okay. Um, but they did a nice job with this vid and it, al- it will always take me back to this time. Where is the other one that I liked? It said something. Oh, yeah. Even though these guys are away from their families, they're still showing that they're keeping their spirits up.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of nice. They they were having fun.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. We don't have to watch the whole thing. Okay. Um, It is gonna be bad.
1: Ooh, some real shit graphics. (laughs) Okay, here we go.
0: Yeah, this is a one of those misheard lyrics. Uh... Oh no, this isn't a misheard lyric. This is just their own thing. Oh, yeah they're going over what's what's popular on youtube at the time
1: okay it's oh 2007. look at old YouTube. oh the star rating youtube oh my god yes Whoa. i almost forgot
0: about that
1: so just a parody with their own mm-hmm. lyrics to it
0: i thought i included a misheard lyrics one but that's fine oh that phone mm-hmm so um my
1: favorite one is this one yeah i'm excited for that the little second of it that played before we started (laughs) all right so this is numa numa street sax performance in rome
0: and it's from march of 2020
1: big fan of the saxophone by the way i love the saxophone
0: oh my god i love a good horn section yeah yeah
1: give me some brass
0: yes my favorite band has um a band that accompanies it called the horns of dilemma Mm. so they just like tour with them and stuff and have them on their on their songs and yeah i just love a good horn
1: yeah have you ever heard of too many zoos Mm mm-mm I'll show show you some stuff from them.
0: Is that a band? They're a
1: band that's three guys from New York, and they started out just like you know street performing and stuff. Mm -hmm. And they, you know, I don't know if they've really blown up or anything, but uh, I saw them at Crystal Ballroom a couple years ago. Oh, cool! And they were really fun. Just put on like a show. The the saxophonist especially is incredibly talented. I'll show you. I'll show you some videos.
0: Yeah, I love the crystal ballroom, too, Mm -hmm. with the floor, uh, the way the floor moves.
1: Yeah. He's got a crowd.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. There are a lot of people this show. I mean, I would, too. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't you? Hell, yeah. That guy's getting tips.
1: I'm walking through Rome, and I hear Numa Numa. Oh. (laughs) Oh.
0: Fuck yeah. People in the crowd kind of starting to dance. So as for, you know, we were talking before about why the original video caught on so much. And I think it is the like total unabashed joy that Gary has in his... Like the the excitement that he has in that video, he's feeling that song and he's having fun with it, and he obviously wants to share that fun with his friends because you know, like we talked about, he he liked to put little things together for his friends and people on the forums to to enjoy there's nothing polished about the video it's completely unedited it's potato quality and most importantly it's just sincere and genuine it it just feels authentic i think this was a time when we were first starting to really be able to share videos of ourselves on the internet before this point it was a pretty laborious process to download videos, and we didn't really get to see ourselves and others in quite this way. So if you were downloading something, it was with a purpose, because you were storing precious, storing it on your precious memory. So we didn't see a whole lot of that. There, no YouTube wasn't around at the time. So to see someone having fun in the comfort of their own home and being a weirdo, that was just from their home to yours. It was pretty fairly new at the time. People... Like we just saw, we're making and uh, uploading videos with their own take on the dance by the hundreds. And now to flip it to the other side of the coin, I do think that part of the reason that it spread so much is because people were making fun of him. There's clearly some fat phobia in there. Yes. Um. I'm not sure that if Gary looked, if he didn't look the way that he did, if people would find it as hilarious as they did. Um. And that does come across in the, in how Gary... Felt about the attention that he was getting at the time, I think because not all of it was positive. On February 26th of 2005, 2005 the New York Times wrote an article about Gary's sudden meme status called "Internet Fame is a Cruel Mistress for Dancer of the Numa Numa." And in this article, they even refer to him as doughy. In the New York Times, uh, yeah, um, fuck you, New York
1: Times, <laughs> right.
0: Um, and at this point, Gary just can't handle what's going on. So we've talked in past episodes. This pretty big theme, and I think it will continue to be from here um, about how jarring it must be from going to going from being a fairly anon- anonymous civilian to being thrust into the spotlight with everyone having something to say about you and your body, constantly hurling insults at you. Um, so understandably, he shuts down for a little bit. Um, His family said that he just moped around the house and wished that it would all go away. He mostly kept his head down, but he still kept going to work and playing music with his band. The folks from the New York Times asked... (laughs) This is terrible uh the folks from the new york times asked his grandpa about it while he was just taking out the trash so literally they found out where his grandpa lived grandpa's taking out the trash and grandpa was asked by new york times how like what's going on with gary and (laughs) grandpa says i don't know what's wrong with him (laughs) 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 um so at this point, someone showed the video to a class of kids at Saddlebrook Middle School, which is which was the same middle school that Gary went to. The kids weren't really about it, though. They were like, that's stupid. What else does he do?
1: <laughs> Sounds like middle school, <laughs> right? <laughs> As you would know. Um, Nothing's cool to them. Oh, no.
0: Yeah. Nothing in the world is impressive. What I thought was really cute about this, though, was that his teacher, Mrs. Summer... Uh, absolutely did remember him Um, she said that he was a really good kid he was quiet but he had a really good sense of humor and he was always good with technology and fixing computer problems so obviously Gary is a character and a memorable person Gary was featured on several different media outlets and TV shows like Jay Leno, Good Morning America Best Week Ever on VH1 but because he had sunk into this deep depression because of his newfound fame he cancelled all media appearances and he disappeared for a time eventually, Gary came around though, in the short time that we've done this podcast, I think that the most important thing that I've learned is that in a situation like this, you just need to lean into it. You can't fight it it's It's like you know you're out it you've been pulled in by the tide, you can't fight the tide, you just have to swim with it. You can't fight the fact that the internet has you. You just have to let it have you, and hopefully you can take some kind of control or capitalize on it in some way, make it work for you somehow, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, So he got the help of a PR firm, and in August of 2006, he created the New Numa YouTube channel and uploaded a video the next month called New Numa, The Return of Gary Brolsma, and it had a song specially made for the project. It's a fun little video with Gary dancing in front of different backgrounds, and he's Uh, dancing with his band too. So it's definitely got production value that the first one doesn't. (laughs) Um, This video came with a contest for whoever can make the best versions of their Numa Numa dance video with $45,000 distributed as prize money amongst the top 50 videos. Do you want to watch that one? It's a new Numa.
1: the new song, or is this somebody else? I think
0: this is his band. Oh, his it, band. Okay. I was trying to get clarification on that. I think this is his band. I'm not sure. Nope, I totally take it back. It is by um, Dan Balan, which is uh, the one of the guys from Ozone okay. that did this especially for this. How cool must this have been for Gary to have uh, a band that he liked make a song especially? Yeah, yeah. That's his After the contest was closed, Gary met Dan Balan, who was the founding member of Ozone, and he said that he loved Gary's video. And why wouldn't he? Because the song was skyrocketed to fame, along with Gary himself, and in my opinion, reached a crowning achievement when Rihanna and T.I. sampled the song in their 2008 single Live Your Life. Did you ever hear that? No. Mm. I remember when it came out, I heard it on the radio, and I was like, this is... Oh my God, it's Numa Numa. (laughs) It's like when Rihanna samples your song, I mean, you've made it to the stratosphere. That's just nothing tops that. So after this, uh, Gary then released a third video called Numa 3 Crazy Loop, which is the title of a song by Dan Balan. Uh, The video goes back to the potato quality, and it's mostly just Gary lip syncing and spinning around with the camera. So that one and the one we just watched, Numa 2, got several million views, but nothing close to what the first one did, of course. So I just kind of wanted to include a video of gary on Fox's the morning show from july 11th of 2007. i got uh i was on uh foxes
1: were at home recently yeah i played myself uh they pulled me out to los angeles that was fun uh i got the dvd coming out uh actually just released um it's at fye stores amazon new
0: everywhere. Um Gary, how has your life changed? I mean I think we're we're seeing we're seeing some of the aspects of it with you're your on television shows or doing movies. But deep down is it is it, is this what you want? Um I don't know I, just, I like I like having fun with it right now. Um, you seem like well, you were a shy guy though. <laughs> yeah.
2: I am I am what? What I, am. Yeah. Like,
0: I guess there's like everyone says there's a different side of me I
1: guess when I'm
2: alone yes, in my room. The
1: dark side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah one of my other friends like the opportunities have been, I've been on has been a ton of fun. Are you famous though? Can you walk down the... May I recognized you instantly when you walked in the studio. Uh,
2: with me, it's weird. It's
1: either like they don't know who I am or they, they know me like so well. I would imagine yeah. <laughs> a lot of college students that would know who you are. So when I walk down the street, like, mm, not so much, but uh, movie theaters, stuff like, if there's a lot of people around, sometimes they usually get recognized. <laughs> okay, so here we go. Talking <laughs> <Coming> about <laughs> our breaking news, we're going to have a premiere of your latest video, <laughs> New Name
2: of Guy. <laughs> <in the movie. laughs>
0: Do you want it? Does it have a name? What's the essence of it? Before we it? It's called Crazy Loop. Crazy, crazy loop. loop.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. And scene. <laughs> crazy
0: <laughs> Loop. The premiere. Okay, what well, I want to know is why the fuck Perez Hilton keeps showing up on this podcast.
1: I was going to ask if that's who that was. Yes. I'm not happy about fuck
0: it. Fuck off. Yeah. Be gone, Perez. Like, yeah. Why are you here? So... In 2008, the Numa Numa video was named the most viral video in the Guinness Book of World Records. So this is huge. It had 900 million views at the time. And in 2009, Gary was in a Geico commercial where he's kind of unenthusiastically pumping his arms around to a cover of, you know, that Rockwell song, Somebody's Watching Me, mm-hmm. with the Geico gecko dancing in the terrarium in the background. Um, it's kind of bizarre, and I'm really not sure why it exists. Like, none of it, like, goes together and makes any sense. <laughs> The enthusiasm is just not there. It's
1: <laughs> not. It's this feels manufactured. Oh
0: yeah, it's a who commercial, yeah. but it's you know, I don't blame Gary. Get that cash, oh, bro.
1: Yep. As we've said before. Somebody comes to you and offers you to pay offers to pay you money for your meme, mm-hmm. take
0: it. Take it. You might as well. Yeah. Because it's already out there. Yep. So
1: And if you don't take the money, someone else will make exactly. the money.
0: Exactly.
1: Yeah, this goes on too.
0: It does. It's it's a bit of a slog. Um so yeah. So there's that um he was also in a Super Bowl commercial in 2010 for Vizio, which I have the Vegas recollesh- recollections of. Was that like a video sharing website?
1: I thought Vizio was the like a TV brand.
0: Was it? okay anyway he was in a commercial for uh vizio along with beyonce and future subjects of our podcast david after the dentist Tayson day aka chocolate rain and dramatic gopher so i'm gonna send you that one mm-hmm. too
1: yes vizio is a tv brand
0: got it <laughs> Giving me very cabin in the woods vibes. Yes. There's that. Um, in July of 2010, Gary launched the Numa Network, which is supposed to be some kind of like college humor type of thing with a focus on comedy videos. It's defunct now. Um, it's changed into a channel called Dork Daily. It started as comedy videos and YouTube comedy sketches, but now has more of like a pop culture nostalgia uh, nerd kind of bent to it um in march of 2012 like our darling Kara cunningham uh gary was also made a character on the on an episode of south park um hmm. they're actually in the same episode it's called the uh it's called canada on strike season 12 hmm. um where he fought tron guy uh the fight was broken up by Kara and nevertheless gary got eviscerated by sneezing panda's mom do you remember the sneezing yes. panda video yep, <laughs> yep. how do you feel about south park
1: I haven't watched it in a few years now I I go back every it's about time that I go back and catch up on what I've not seen mm-hmm. I'm so mixed on it I, I do think it's genuinely pretty funny at times and I think their turnaround on episodes and making things That's timely impressive. is so impressive yes. and that You've seen? Have you seen the the documentary of the no, making of an episode? No, I've heard
0: about it, and I kind of want to watch it. It'll yeah. make
1: you respect the writers, at least, for being able to, and the animators and everything for being able to pull together a show in literally a week uh-huh. and make a full episode that is about. I think in that that documentary, it may be around the two thousand election, eight election. Yes,
0: where Obama one. Yes, and they put it put an episode out immediately, yeah. like afterward. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's
1: crazy. It's impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, I I have fond memories of South Park. I'll put it that way. Yeah. I think there's some really funny stuff in there. And then there's some really mean-spirited yes. stuff.
0: Yeah. I feel a little bit of nostalgia for it because I, I really liked it as a kid. I really thought it was funny as a kid. I really don't care for it now. I feel like it's really juvenile. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I do feel like we're going to have to eventually watch that episode together because just keeps coming up too often to ignore it so anyway so pretty big deal being on South Park for for Gary he still has on his Twitter um like little you know references to south park so that was in 2012 in 2016 the video numa numa 10-year reunion came out which featured gary doing his trademark dance in the foreground while other internet sensations dance behind him out of them i could recognize double rainbow um possibly the boom goes the dynamite guy so i'm gonna send this to you we should watch it and see if if you can spot anyone else that i missed the enthusiasm is back in this one clearly this looks like it would have been fun to shoot yeah
1: should be very recognizable with the dreadlocks yeah yeah but i have no idea
0: yeah me either probably should look into that and mine yeah. it for future episodes right, right. <laughs> so gary actually he makes pretty good music he released an album called weird tempo in 2008 and then in 2019 he released an album called haunted house of pancakes it's like an a electronic it's a little ambient i actually really enjoy it i would recommend the songs march of the moonshiners and sky fortress festival i listened to the whole album and just chilled and it was it was a pretty good time okay um gary's numa numa video now sits at over a billion views across all platforms he seems to be living a pretty low-key life at this point um as far as i can find he's been working as a web designer in addition to his music. Although he did get paid for commercial spots, Gary says that he didn't make very much money throughout this journey of being possibly the most famous person on the internet at the time. I came across a post on his official Facebook page with a GoFundMe from 2019 for funeral expenses for what appears to be a family member, and it only raised $1,185, which really was a bummer. Now, here we come to NFTs again. All right. A year ago, May of 2021, an NFT was minted and sold of the video. He said that he and his family were having some health and financial issues, so he hoped that this would help out. It started with an opening bid of three ethereum, which i I to the best of my knowledge is about eight thousand dollars came with a personalized song and dance video from Gary honestly again, I'm just not i do, not gonna get into the eFt thing or nFT thing just don't know shit about it when researching it for this episode and for the last one, I felt like the I felt like. The lady doing the math meme. Yes. Like <laughs> <laughs> anytime numbers or cryptocurrency NFTs are involved, I'm just so lost. And I consulted my own crypto app and I didn't get anywhere with what, what it's worth now. So who knows? So yeah, that's pretty much where we're coming to the conclusion here. Do you have any other thoughts about the whole thing?
1: It's That's kind of sad to know that he didn't really make anything off of this because God, how much do you think... YouTube slash Google made off of the watches of his videos.
0: Billion views across all platforms. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I guess this is, he was sort of the, you know, this pioneer of, of memeing and on, he was too early for it. He was, he
0: was the, yeah, he was the guinea pig. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Right. And, and everybody after him has been able to, well, not everybody, but you know, had, there's been bigger opportunities after him to monetize your image and your your meme. And he never got that. And that's sad. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Everybody like kind of learned what what happened to him. And you're so right. Because aside from him, like we talked about the Star Wars kid was really the, the only video that was bigger than this one at the time. And the Star Wars kid hated his fame and didn't want anything to do with it. So he was completely, you know, as far as I know, just was opting out of it altogether. Whereas Gary was kind of the first person to think to go with the flow on it and kind of embrace it a little bit. What was interesting to me about this, and it kind of goes back to like the Kara Cunningham videos that she made before she blew up, which is that lip syncing and dance videos are so popular and ubiquitous now. And I mean, that's pretty much a big chunk of TikTok. Gary blazed, he really did blaze a trail whenever that, where that's concerned. Again, in the past few episodes, we've kind of talked about how different the internet was at the time, but then again, how similar it is in a lot of ways. How different was the internet at the time that a like a simple, unpolished lip sync and dance video caught on so hugely? Like, and now you have like people making their entire careers off of lip syncing and dance videos. I asked the the kids my nibblings about like who's famous off of that and they said there's I knew a few of them like Addison Ray and Charlie D'Amelio but yeah so if we lived do you think if we lived in some kind of alternate universe where Numa Numa never came out do you think that if 19 year old Gary Brolsma uh, uploaded that video what do you think the
1: reaction would be I don't think he could get away with doing it today I think it would be it would get lost in the shuffle of everything else and as far as if he never did it I think somebody would have come along and done something, not necessarily Numa Numa, but mm. someone would have gotten famous off of a similar video. Right. If it wasn't him, somebody else would have, not to take uh-huh. anything away from him. And we just happened to get a really good version of it. Uh-huh. I'm glad we live in the timeline. you, yeah. Where at least we have that. Me too. <laughs> yeah.
0: And that he seems like just such a, a lovely person. Yeah. Like a little quiet, sweet, shy guy. and. Yeah. um yeah, I hope he does well.
1: I do too. I'm I'm sorry to hear he hasn't gotten as much support over the years and yeah. especially like the GoFundMe and such, but hey, you never know when it's going to catch back on or, you know, the 20, well, yeah, 20 year anniversary is coming up. Mm-hmm. That yep. something might happen for him. Yep. Or he, you know, success to his band or, you know, it sounds like he has different avenues in life. It it's uh he's got options.
0: Yeah. He's he's chilling. Yeah. Yeah. So we really appreciate you spending time with us, and a special thank you to Gary for making an indelible mark on internet culture and for spreading your joy and your goofy energy. You really do seem like a sweet soul who clearly enjoys making people smile. And hopefully, you're making that NFT coin somehow. I don't know if the, I don't. Are, is it crashing? I don't know. Um. <laughs> Everything's crashing right now. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah I, I hope he sold
1: the Ethereum when I, he got it because it's. Uh, he...
0: Yeah. Yeah. We were. We're. Rooting for you, buddy. Um, so, yeah, we hope everybody enjoyed this episode. And if you didn't, please don't tell us. <laughs> Love you all. Bye. Bye.
2: <laughs>
1: Thanks for listening to Meming of You. If you liked what you heard, check us out on Instagram at memeing of You and visit our website, com Rate and review us on Spotify, Apple Music, and wherever else you get your podcasts.